You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses, and you could possibly even lose your job. You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk. But one thing's for sure. You were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by NHTSA. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hello, hello, throw confetti in the air, woo! <laughs> I used to say that when I was on um, <clears throat> Fridays, I should say, TGIF, happy Friday and all that jazz, throw confetti in the air. <laughs> well, welcome everyone. I'm so happy to be here on this Wednesday night. And as always, it is a true uh, pleasure for me to share my information with you guys and my experiences because I feel like we all have something to learn from each other. And just when we feel like we've learned as much as we possibly could about certain situations, someone else presents us (laughs) something with a different perspective. So thank you guys for tuning in today. If you are listening to this uh, as a replay, that's still cool. Thank you very much. So what I want to let you guys know is that if you have any questions, you can write it to me via uh, Instagram or at my uh, Facebook page. And also, I offer this in my Facebook group. So uh, my Instagram is Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Okay, so for those of you who are a little bit shy and you have a question or maybe you're just like, oh, I'm going to go and I have a question to ask Tia, post it there. And I do check these threads um, a couple of days after the the podcast. So even if you're listening to this, say, Thursday or on a Friday, don't worry about it. I will probably see it. All right, so Instagram is Tia underscore Johnson underscore. My Facebook page is Tia Johnson Spiritual Mentor. And I encourage you to join my Facebook group, which is Spiritual and Empowerment Living as well, like the name of the podcast. See, easy peasy, easy to remember. So February, as I was saying in earlier podcasts for this month, has a lot of themes. It's Black History Month, International Boost Your Self-Esteem Month, Expect Success Month. Well. This week, the 19th through the 26th, is National Entrepreneurship Week. How cool is that? We get to celebrate being entrepreneurs. <laughs> Give yourself a pat on the back. So I thought it would be pretty cool to talk to my spiritual entrepreneur people, all right, because I know, like many entrepreneurs, we go through a lot, but we feel things on a deeper level. So I really want to address that. I want to give you guys some great tips and uh, some cool ways for you to really get over some humps, okay, that I've noticed just being a spiritual entrepreneur and seeing other spiritual entrepreneurs go through similar situations. So there are five for this podcast. Of course, 
It could be 10, 15, 20. I mean, I can go on and on and on about this. Okay, but I narrowed it down to five, and I wish you guys could see my notes. It looks like chicken scratch, but (laughs) I made it down to five. Before I get to these five points and their sub-points, I want to talk about who the spiritual entrepreneur is because I noticed over over the years some people get – a little bit confused about this. What's a spiritual entrepreneur? And I really want to clear the air about that. So spiritual entrepreneur is someone who is either spiritual in their own nature, their own right. So they're they're heart-centered, they're spiritually centered, uh, and they incorporate that with their entrepreneurship, or they are someone who is a healer, um, they work with herbology, they do yoga. It's a lot of different things that fall under spiritual, okay, because it's, it's more like a lifestyle. So <clears throat> it's either someone who is, say, like a crystal healer, and that that's what they do for a living, or someone who really taps into their spirituality, spirituality to help them during their entrepreneurship role. So they might tune into their gut instincts, they may pay attention to their dreams. They may pay attention to the signs that they see, and that's how they incorporate spirituality as an entrepreneur. So it's not their main thing, but they use spirituality to help them throughout the entrepreneurship. So that's uh, a spiritual entrepreneur. <clears throat> so I want to get into these five things. I really want to dive into this because I've been waiting to talk about this for weeks now. <laughs> So spirituality is a part of our makeup. I mean, if you think about it, we talk about the mental and the physical. You know, we we read to exercise our minds. We do crossword puzzles. We do lots of different things to keep our minds sharp. Okay, I even read a, a post about eating blueberries to help fight against Alzheimer's. Okay, and physical, we go to the gym to work out, and maybe we run a marathon, we go swimming, we go bike riding, we do a lot, lots of different things. But sometimes when it comes to spirituality, people skip it or they discount it. So I really want to bring in the importance of spirituality and how as spiritual entrepreneurs we can really stand our ground and really be comfortable with saying, I am a spiritual entrepreneur, okay, because there are many entrepreneurs. So um, I want you to be able to say, yeah, I'm a spiritual entrepreneur, and here's what I do. So you have your elevator pitch ready to go, <laughs> okay? You're good. You're, you're good, 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 good. So knowing your worth, I see this topic as, if not the number one, the the one of the most prominent issues today in the spiritual community. I mean, out of all the other entrepreneurs you can think of, to a spiritual entrepreneur, they really struggle with pricing. And it, it's much deeper than I have an e-course and I do private sessions and I do workshops. What should I price these uh, services. How, how should I price these services? It's, it's deeper than, than that. It's more more along the lines of, should I charge this much for 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 this this gift? Or I feel bad charging people X amount of dollars because they don't have it, or I know their struggle. Yada yada yada. 
here's the thing. You have to be comfortable with setting prices, and you have to be comfortable with choosing what you do for free. Okay, so no guilt tripping, right? Tons of people do things for free. Think about all the blog posts people write, the podcast people have, the YouTube videos people put out there, you know, lots and lots and lots of free content, all right? They, lots of people do that on the regular, all right? Not to mention when, when people go to schools to talk and, you know, go to different countries to help. You know, there's lots of different things that people do for free because they want to. Okay, because they understand that people are going through different circumstances. So <clears throat> I want you to be comfortable with what you choose to charge and what you choose to um, uh, give for free and how often you do it. I read a post on Facebook. Actually, it was a comment. Um, it, it was a comment to, to an ad where one person wrote, how dare the lady – owner of the post, charge for God's gift. Get to myself. Isn't a singer using their God-given gifts? <laughs> singer, performer, an artist, right? Someone who is in the medical field and they just get it. You know, they, they, they are able to understand the body well. They are passionate about that and that's what works for them. Is that not a gift, their talent? So, don't let other people sort of trick you into believing that you shouldn't do something because of fill in the blank. That will easily tear you down. And I see, I have seen it happen to so many people. They second-guess themselves. They water down their offer or they'll change the price. And you have to pay your bills. Okay, you have to pay your bills, you have to eat, you have to go on vacation, you have to take your take care of yourself and your family. You cannot do that if you are guilt tripping yourself or if you're allowing people to guilt trip you into doing things all the time for free. Okay, or offering a lot, not charging it accordingly. Okay, so keep that in mind. Write down some numbers, okay, and then Compare it to what you're offering. Even ask people, hey, what do you think about this? How do you think I should price this based on X, Y, Z? Get some beta testers, okay, and get their opinion. This way we can be out of our own minds, okay, and allow other people to give us feedback. So keep that in mind. Be comfortable with uh, when to charge, when to give something for free, and how often, okay, make sure that you are charging appropriately and also rebrand every couple of years. And the reason why I say rebrand under knowing your worth is because you are going to change. Your business is going to change. There's going to be a new wave every couple of years. Now, that doesn't mean you have to change your, your logo or your colors or anything like that. But maybe you you may consider upping the ante and offering a retreat at the end of a service or an informal get-together or a live class, you know, where you are live streaming and, you know, you're really putting yourself out there, things like that. So keep in mind that knowing your worth also has to do with changing yourself every so often. So that way you can not only adapt with the times, but stay relevant and relatable. So all that falls under knowing your worth, and that's why I, I, 
place that there is number one because it's so important. Okay, I don't want spiritual entrepreneurs to think because God gave them the gift of whatever the case may be to be a natural healer, you know, that they're not supposed to charge a certain amount or they're not supposed to charge at all. That's ridiculous. You have to live. So next, putting yourself out there a hundred percent, or dare I say a hundred ten percent, a thousand percent. <laughs> all right, so this is another issue I see with spiritual entrepreneurs. They are very concerned about how to put themselves out there um, and and just putting putting themselves out there, generally speaking, just putting themselves out there. I started off as a blogger, okay? I love to write, and when I started my blog, I had no intention of showing my face, zero, zilch. Okay, <laughs> part of the reason was I uh, had to do with a, a confidence issue because my teeth weren't straight. Uh, another reason was because women who were uh, resonating with my work were twice my age, and I just thought to myself, oh, my gosh, if these women find out that I'm only 25 years old, they're probably going to not want to follow me. That didn't happen, but some of these thoughts come to mind. So, <clears throat> yes, it is time for you to Come out of the spiritual closet and announce yourself to the world, okay? When I finally put my work out there, one of the first people I met, and we still keep in contact with each other, is a wonderful woman from Russia. And she she was experiencing some things at her end, and we were able to talk and connect, and it was just so beautiful. What I'm saying is you never know who needs you who needs to hear your story, who needs to hear that one thing that you're going to say. You you could say the simplest thing, and to someone, that would be their aha moment. Can you imagine that? It's, it's so crazy, but it's true. You can say something that to you is irregular, but to someone else, it just clicks. It's just like, you know what? Yeah, that's right. And I give you an example. I was in my early twenties, and um, I forget how this conversation got started, but this guy turned to me and he said, "You can't be everyone's friend." It's so simple. And I thought to myself, "What do you mean? I'm awesome. I'm always available for my friends. I'm always listening. You know." And it's true. It doesn't matter how always available we are for our friends how much we listen to them, cater to them. We can't be everyone's friend. Someone will still look at that as, oh, this person is weak, or, you know, I I can't take this person seriously because they don't have any boundaries. So something so simple, you can't be everyone's friend, but yet that was just so profound to me, just like that. So really begin to put yourself out there. People are going to criticize you anyway, so you might as well put your best self out there, your best work out there, and, and let them have a go at that, which really isn't going to amount to much because you're putting awesome things out there, okay? And all you can do is just bless them and, and hope that they get their life in order, okay? But be willing to put yourself out there. Imagine if you didn't do that. Where would you be a year from now, six months from now? Let's not even go a year. If you didn't put yourself out there 100%. What does that look like six months from now? 
What does that look like a year from now, five years from now? Imagine the people who you follow. Imagine your favorite artist, your favorite actor, your favorite spiritual entrepreneur, the people who you watch on TV, whatever the case may be. Imagine if they didn't do what they did. It would change your life. Your life would not be as impacted. So keep that in mind, okay? So putting yourself out there 100% means to really be able to have confidence in yourself, to push your best material, and and let your tribe find you, which is the second point here. When you put that material out there, people are going to be able to pick up on your personality. They're going to be able to relate to you, like you, trust you. Trust me, once you send that vibe out there via your content, via you speaking, people are going to find you. People are going to love you. Okay, but you just got to put it out there. You have to put yourself out there. And don't worry about making mistakes. Don't worry about, uh, you know, so much how you look. I look totally different now than what I did, say, five, well, my, my, it'd be seven years. Yeah, so my business is going on, going on its seventh year. So I look plenty different now than I did seven years ago. And if you don't believe me, check out my first book, To Be Goddess. You will see I used to wear glasses and all that. It's crazy. But it's true, okay? So putting yourself out there means that people are going to see you grow. And they're going to love that even more. Imagine if you had people who follow you from day one. They're going to be your most hardcore tribe ever, tribe members ever. They're going to root for you. They're going to stand up for you. They're going to be there for you. And what a great feeling that is because they can say she's the real deal. He's the real deal. That's so awesome. And I want to end this part with the next level of you requires the next level of you. And I forget who said that. Um, Because I read it somewhere a couple of years ago, but it's true. So whatever level you're at currently, so whether you're in year one of your business, year five of your business, whether you have a couple of speaking engagements under your belt, whether you wrote a book, it it matters, but know that whatever level you want to get to next. So maybe now now you want to be on TV, or maybe you want to be on an online uh, well-known blogging uh, venue, um, uh, route. Maybe you want to speak in front of a larger audience with fellow uh, speakers. Whatever that next level looks like for you, know that you're going to have to change some part of you to get to that next level. Okay? And I know that can be scary because when I think about <laughs> going to the next level, I had to to do a, an inventory of myself. Okay, what am I doing so that way I can get to that next level? What do I have to do so I can get to that next level, whatever that next level is for me at that time? All right, so this is really in regards to planning. So you want to figure out what it is you truly want and work from there. Okay, so once you figure that out, then you can figure out what you need to do. For example, if you want to lose 10 pounds, the game plan is go to the gym, 
maybe drink more water, uh, maybe park a little further so you can walk a little bit more, uh, maybe do some squats in between commercials, something, some kind of game plan to get you 10 pounds uh, less than uh, your current weight. So you'll be, you will be doing things that you wouldn't normally do, such as squats during commercial breaks, right? <laughs> You're busy. You got to figure out where can you squeeze in the time for uh, exercise. Do that. Okay. Maybe it's buying clothes that are the colors of your brand. So maybe you have to be a little bit bolder. Okay. Maybe you have to um, connect with different people, go to different types of net, really challenge yourself. Next, the it's already been done. And also, I'm not Tony Robbins or Les Brown. And I, I see people talk about how they can be someone and then at the same time how they can't be someone. For example, I've heard people say things like, I want to be the next Tony Brown. Or sorry, I just combined their names, Tony Robbins. <laughs> I want to be the next Tony Robbins. And I, I have heard other people say, oh, I'm not Tony Robbins. He has such a big following. Uh, <clears throat> no one's really following me. I just started one. Don't compare yourself. That is the quickest way to kill any or all chances you have of success. Do not compare. Okay? Just don't. Admire them. Take some notes from them. But do not compare. Okay? And it doesn't even have to be Tony Robbins or Les Brown. That came to mind because I listen to them in the morning. I I go to YouTube in the morning and I play, I just type in motivational videos and they pop up. <laughs> okay. But I have heard people reference uh, uh, the speakers as well. Here's the thing. Everything for the most part has already been done. Right. For the most part, not everything, but a lot of things have already been done. Okay. The difference is your vibe your energy, the way you present it, you. That's the difference, right? I'm not the only person to have a podcast to talk about spiritual entrepreneurship. There's other people who are going to write about spiritual entrepreneurship. There's someone right now probably talking to uh, uh, people at a workshop about being a spiritual entrepreneur, okay? It's just how you bring it, okay? No one else is like you in the entire universe, Okay. You are so unique, okay, that what you put out there will have your stamp of approval, your signature, your essence, okay? So you have to be comfortable with your style. Whatever that style is, get comfortable with that, and then a lot of things will be easier, okay? So don't worry about if, you know, oh, it's been done already. It's just like, do you like just one music artist? No. How many music artists sing about love? or partying, or heartache, you know, lots of artists. So keep that in mind, okay? We don't watch just one TV channel. And also remember that even the greats have mentors, okay? So they at one point had to learn how to become who they are now, which, by the way, they had to be a different them to get to the next level, right? They had to change their mindset. They had to 
do things they haven't done before. So read their background stories or watch videos of their backgrounds where they talk about their background, okay? But don't think that because it's already been done that you can't talk about it, right? Or that, you know, you had to be the next big thing. All you had to do is be you. The next Tony Robbins is Tony Robbins, <laughs> okay? Okay, because he's going to take himself to the next level. That's it. You cannot be anyone else but you, period, all right? So get that out your mind, throw it in the trash, change your mindset, get that negative thinking out of here. Next, no support. This is a biggie, no support. I've read a lot of people's stories about how their spouse supporting them, some other family members aren't supporting them, or they feel alone because they're in a city where what they are offering as a service, especially being a spiritual entrepreneur, really isn't a thing there. So they really had to turn to, you know, online community. Here's the thing. It's not for them to understand, but also you have to unfortunately get used to people not understanding and not caring. Okay, not understanding and not caring. Some people will eventually come around. Okay. It's interesting because when you're doing good, one would think, how can people not be on board with that? But that's what happens. It doesn't matter. You, As I was saying earlier, you could be the nicest person, yada, 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 and someone will still find fault. So for the closer family members who you can't uh, avoid, you can have a conversation with them. But really what ends up happening is you have to do more show than tell, meaning that you're just going to have to keep on swimming in your business, really strategize ways to bring in income and show that you are doing good because people who are not entrepreneurs tend to have a hard time wrapping their mind around why it takes so long for certain things to happen. Okay, even when when a business has a very good year, there were times where the owner had to tweak things in order to get to that point. So say if someone is in year one of their business and they had a pretty good year, or maybe they were in year five and they had an excellent year, chances are that business person had several other businesses or they tried several other things that led them there, okay? There are even infographics about companies like Instagram that uh, they did several things before they got to the, the, okay, Instagram will be for pictures and filters and things like that. So know that there will be a lot of trial and error. Explain that as best as you can, but then start to just do a lot more showing, okay? Don't forget about self-care. You're going to drive yourself bonkers, (laughs) okay, (laughs) if you are trying to explain to people every single time what it is you do, and you can just feel the level of skepticism. So it's just like if someone is a healthy skeptic, that's fine. 
because that allows dialogue to happen. It can even uh, uh, cause you to challenge yourself and do more research in what you're doing. But if someone is a high-level skeptic to the point where they're really not trying to hear your point, they're just waiting for them to speak so they can just tear down how being a spiritual entrepreneur isn't real, and I will tell you a story about that in a little bit, don't don't talk to them. <laughs> just don't waste your time. Just say, this is what I do. You know, it's okay. You don't have to believe it. I'm not here to convert anyone. I am doing good in my own right. So I <laughs> I came across a person who said, what's a spiritual entrepreneur? What is that? I don't even know what that means. And I thought to myself, well, it's in some ways, self-explanatory, spiritual entrepreneur. So spirituality has something to do with entrepreneurship, which can mean, like I said earlier, crystals, um, reiki, I mean, you know. But it's the tone. It's the tone of the people's voices that really give away the fact that they don't care or just like, prove this to me that this is real. So I don't want you to feel like the people who you come across with that negative vibe are the ones who you feel like, oh, well, maybe I should just take my time with them. There are some people who are in their own lane. They have their own mind made up. Don't worry about it. Everyone is not going to support you, and we have to be able to understand that, especially when we're doing good and people still find fault. Don't worry about it. All right, so focus on self-care, whatever that means to you. So if that's going to the spa, doing nothing and watching Netflix, okay, talking to your girlfriend, whatever that is, do it as often as possible, all right, show more, tell less, so just start doing the job, bringing in some income, um, you know, hosting events, et cetera, focus on that, because some people just really need to see what it is you're doing, doesn't matter how much you explain it to them, and when you find your tribe, they will be your support system, your online support. Find fellow entrepreneurs. It doesn't even have to be spiritual entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs, generally speaking, understand other entrepreneurs. There are a few, of course, who, you know, for whatever reason, they're in their own kind of negative world. But for the most part, <laughs> most, of the, most of the entrepreneurs understand that there's a lot of Ups and down, roller coaster, yada yada yada. So, uh, connect with an online group. I love Facebook private groups; they are wonderful. Okay, I have not come across a private Facebook group that was um, terrible or provided a bad experience. And if there was some uh, argument, the admin was right on it. So, um, find find your entrepreneur tribe in a private Facebook group, express your concern, and I guarantee you there is someone who is either going through exactly what you're going through or has been there, done that, and they can offer you tips. All right, so last but not least, how to be selective with opportunities. When I first started, I wanted to be involved in as much things as possible. What that meant was I didn't do my homework. <laughs> okay. I don't want you to take every single opportunity that pops up because every single opportunity isn't for you. Just because it presents itself doesn't mean it's exactly for you. It could be something that you can take away from that. 
for example, maybe you're an author and there's a book festival uh, in town and you're thinking, oh, man, I would love to be part of that festival. Maybe I can sell my book there. But maybe the the festival is geared towards moms. And you're just like, oh, I'm not really a mom. You know, what can I learn? So what I'm saying is maybe you can create your own festival. Or maybe you can Google book festival for entrepreneurship, book festival for, you know, and I'm, I'm just, you know, coming up with some key terms here. But just know that when something isn't for you, there's something you can learn from that, okay? So with that being said, make sure that you limit your Facebook groups, all right? So the Facebook groups that you are involved with can be distracting, Okay, so every, I want to say like every three months, go through all the Facebook groups you're in, see how active you are in them, and if you aren't active in it, remove yourself, okay, because there are some groups that are nice and shiny and pretty when you enter, you know, and and you're just like, oh, this is great, I get to communicate with people, but then it no longer suit your needs and that's okay all right sometimes we enter groups that work for us during that time and then you know we're growing and we had to move on so that's okay but just keep in mind that it's easy to get caught up in groups you know join this group join that group next thing you know you spend a lot of time in groups (laughs) and you're not getting uh, a lot done all right so I want you to do homework on a person before you work with them because there are lots of people who look nice. They look like they are willing to do the work when it comes to collaborating. But when you do your homework, you find out that's the opposite. And what I mean is sometimes people need you more than you need them. Okay, that's a little key little nugget there. Sometimes people see things in you that you don't see in yourself, and they use that. Okay, so make sure you do your homework with someone. Sometimes I wait up until a year before (laughs) I would purchase like a big ticket item from someone or, you know, a couple of weeks or a month before I decided, okay, yeah, I would like to work with this person because I have learned in the past that some people look very good online, but then when you get to know them more, you discover, oh, my gosh, this person is not that nice (laughs) or whatever the case may be. So all opportunities, again, are not for you. And, uh, some someone can look, you know, shiny and pretty and sparkly and then when you go to deal with them, you're just thinking to yourself, Oh my gosh, what did I get myself into? I just had such a happy moment when I met them and now I'm here figuring out why am I doing most of the work. Okay, so <laughs> be careful of these people. <clears throat> and also you can always create your own opportunities. Okay, that's probably the most important of the how to be selective with opportunities, okay, section. You can create your own opportunities, 
All right. You can host your own events. You can host your own webinar. You can write your own book. You can have your own podcast. You can write your own blog. You can get a group of uh, people together. You can have a meetup. Okay. And a lot of these things you can do are free. Okay. I mean, well, your time will be charged, but <clears throat> imagine if you got a group of people together say for a book club, say your thing was to recommend books of the month, you had your book club, people pay into it, you know, you had your coffee, your danishes, the whole works, okay? And maybe you have it at your home. And maybe it picks up and people get inspired. Maybe you have a guest speaker. Maybe one of the authors agree to come to your home or to the local library or local center. Like, oh, I love what you do. Thank you for uh, reading my book and having other people purchase it and read it and stuff like that. So what I'm saying here is you never know what the outcome would be when you create your own opportunities. Say it again. You never know what your opportunity or what your outcome will be when you create your own opportunities. And I say that because the vibe you put out there, that I'm going to get it done. I'm going to do it. This is what I want to do. This is what I'm passionate about. That vibe goes on and on and on and on and on. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. It just continues going out there to the universe, all right? And people who are along that same vibe pick up on it, and they find you, okay? But as long as you keep putting that vibe out there, you know, the signal gets stronger and stronger and stronger, and then more and more people find you, and then people who have clout can introduce you to to their people. So that's how it works, but you've got to be consistent with that. So create your own opportunity, guys. And people love to see people who are willing to go the extra mile. It's very interesting because some people ask me, how do you do this or how do you figure out that? And I tell them, really, I just Google. (laughs) I Google a lot. I think Google is now a verb. Did you Google it? (laughs) But it's true. And sometimes Google leads me to YouTube, and then there you go. And I think I, I think YouTube is the second largest search engine. People, you know, how to, you know, they type in YouTube. I think I read that somewhere. Yeah, and this is this is coming from a person who, when I was a kid, we used to go to com. okay? So any of you who are <laughs> above 25 years old, you know what I'm talking about. So, yeah, now it's just almost too easy to create your own opportunities, okay? You can Google so much today on how to do different things, but you just need patience. You need to really sit down and be willing to click, 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 read, 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 watch, 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 and and get comfortable with your discoveries, okay? So I want to do a quick recap. One, know your worth, okay? So be comfortable with what you charge and with uh, what you give for free, you know, no guilt tripping. If you want to do something for free, do it because you want to do it, all right? And, and when you do charge, make sure you are charging accordingly because you have to live, you have to eat, you know, you need time for entertainment. You know, there's nothing wrong with wanting to get compensated for something that you do. 
All right. Putting yourself out there 100%. Think about all the people who you admire and what they have done in their lifetime. And now think about if they didn't do what they have done. Basically, they didn't exist. Okay? Think about how your life would not have been impacted by them. All right? Imagine how you would be six months to a year from now you don't put yourself out there 100%. Next, it's already been done. I'm not Tony Robbins. I'm not Les Brown syndrome. (laughs) There's no one like you, period. Yes, there are loads of Reiki practitioners. Yes, there are many yoga instructors. Yes, there are tons of people who are interpreting dreams, but there's no one like you. Okay, and you cannot be the next Tony Robbins because Tony Robbins will be the next Tony Robbins. You just need to be you and you need to focus on uh, really refining your craft so that way you are the go-to person for whatever topic in your area. Sometimes throughout the world someone would just, and I see it as many a times in groups, did you check out so-and-so's book? And the person may be from the U.K. or, you know, somewhere in, in the United States. So, Again, you can only be you. Support concerns. Do more showing, less telling. Focus on your self-care so you can stand your ground when you don't feel that support. And also look for fellow entrepreneurs in private Facebook groups where you can express your concerns so you can have that support. Sometimes the support will have to come from your friend in Ohio when you're living in Florida. That's okay. We used to have pen pals back in the day, right? So no worries. All right. Um, Be selective with your opportunities. Every opportunity is not from you, but you have uh, the ability to learn from every opportunity presented to you. Um, Also know that you can create your own opportunities. Make sure you do your homework on people before you work with them because it's easy to get sucked into working with so-and-so because this person seems so great, awesome, terrific, and super duper. But when you work with them, you don't get what you expect. Okay, that's heartbreaking, so don't set yourself up. Uh, Do some research. All right, so also I did this, I think, last podcast or two podcasts ago, and I decided to extend it to this podcast as well because I think that um, this little bonus will help with spiritual entrepreneurs. So last week, or last podcast, excuse me, I offered my book uh, at a discount at 10%. So if you go to bit.ly forward slash point in life, you will receive a discount. So that's B as in boy, A-W-B-B-S-27. Okay, so Bravo, Alpha, W, Bravo, Bravo, Sierra, 27. Okay. All right. So, upcoming events. <clears throat> I had three main events I want to tell you guys about. The Positivity Charge Retreat. Okay. So, this is taking place in Philadelphia. Okay. On March 25th. So, we're just weeks away. I am super, super excited for this retreat. Um, I will be one of the the presenters or workshop presenters there. So the Positivity Charge Retreat is all about health and wellness and focuses on building body and fuel workshops, 
uh, growth in all areas of your life. Positivity equals profitability, okay? So the carefully designed retreat led by prominent Philadelphia figures are crafted to spark insight and reactivate your mind so that you can continue to make progress in all areas of your life. How cool is that? We're always growing, so we might as well embrace it, right? (laughs) And get these nuggets from people. All right, so go to www.thepositivitycharge.com and at checkout type in TIA to receive your discount from off your ticket. Okay, again, it's www.thepositivitycharge.com and type in TIA, T-I-A, at checkout. Next, the third annual Diva Girl Philly Conference. Woohoo! So on May 20th, the Diva Girl will have a conference, which is a full day of fun, empowering, and educational classes, workshops, seminars, and local vendors to help you unleash your sexy within. We promise that you will be inspired by 25-plus fabulous presenters and 30 company brands uh, specializing in areas of dance, fitness, nutrition, wellness, empowerment, and self-esteem. Yes, it is a little ways away, but some people come from out of state and out of country, so we get people ample amount of time to prepare for this uh, event. So if you go to facebook.com forward slash Diva Girl Philly, you will learn more about this event and where you can get your tickets and connect with fellow Diva Girls. Next, the Creative Panora Summit at Sea. Expand your brand for speakers, authors, and live streamers. So entrepreneurs, you definitely want to be part of this. It is August 28th through September 1st. We will be leaving out of Miami, going to the Bahamas. So we will be uh, going to Nassau, Coco Cay, and Florida Keys. All right, so day one, meet and greet. Day two is all about building your own speaker's platform and elevator pitch competition. Day three, we will have a productive breath four is about building your live stream universe. And we will have an author's roundtable and competition to help you live streamers, authors, and speakers. All right, so if you're interested in the cruise and you want to learn more about it, it's just a five-day cruise, um, please email summitcruise at gmail.com. All right, that's S-U-M-M-I-T-C-R-U-I-S-E at gmail.com. Thanks again for tuning in. Uh, Please remember to subscribe to this podcast, and don't forget to rate us on iTunes. Okay, so uh, keep in touch. I look forward to connecting with you guys soon. May your day be filled with many blessings and Take care of one another, guys. Okay, bye. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings. It's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. 
I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.